Hello, everyone. Hey there. Hey. Hi. We're Hello. podcasting mm-hmm. again today. We have to continue this story of Joseph. Mm-hmm. We also have a random memory thing, a uh, memory song that we did based on the third commandment. I guess it's somewhat unrelated, but it gives us something to sing. Uh, so we made this up on the third commandment. And it's, um, remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. And then we sing, Jesus gives rest, rest, rest for our souls. Jesus gives rest for our souls. So those are the words that we're going to sing. And uh, I don't know, maybe if you rewound it or played it a couple times, you could learn it like we did. Um, it's something like this. The third Something like that. <laughs> that kind of worked. Do you guys remember that one? Uh, not too much. It helps, though. Some things came back to you, I think, and certainly the music of it helps. So we're in this intense family moment with Joseph and his brothers and his parents, right? Why do I say it's intense? Well, because it's crazy. His brothers are really jealous, and they want to kill him. Mm, they're, well, we don't know about killing him yet. We at least know that they don't like him very much. They're filled with jealousy, mm-hmm. which means... Um, you want something someone else has. Yeah, which... Joseph had a relationship with his dad and a coat to show for it that they were all jealous about. Mm-hmm. This is not Joseph's brother. It's his dad, actually. Yeah, you're looking at pictures. Okay. We're looking at pictures, and uh, Jacob is there, and Israel is his other name, remember? Mm-hmm. And uh, he's Joseph's father, and he was thinking about the dreams that Joseph had had. And one dream was about the grain and the sheaves of the bundles of grain called sheaves, with Joseph standing and his brothers bowing, their sheaves bowing down. And then the sun and the moon and 11 stars mm-hmm. all bowed down to Joseph. Right? So they're not that happy with all of it. And we're in Genesis 37, verse 12, is where we're going to read a little bit more. Uh, Emma, would you read read 12, 13, and 14? Okay. Now, his brothers had gone to graze their father's flocks near Shechem. And Israel said to Joseph, As you know, your brothers are grazing the flocks near Shechem. Come. I am going to send you to them. Very well, he replied. So he said to him, 
go and see if all is well with your brothers and with the flocks and bring word back to me then he set off from the valley of hebron all right so where did jacob and his family live it says in the beginning of this chapter where they lived in the general land of canaan canaan mhm they lived in this land of canaan and if you've got a map, it's good to kind of look this up. I think in the back of your Bibles, you can find a map and see where Shechem is. Hey, Shechem. I know all of these, Dad. This is By the Mount burning bush killer. Gerizim. This is the burning bush. No. This is Goliath. Gerizim. This is Gerizim. Samson. And this is Mount Sinai. Okay, let's find... Um, Shechem on this map. Do you guys see this map I'm holding up? So you see the the Dead Sea and the Sea of Galilee, right, with the Jordan River runs in between. Mm -hmm. And if you put your finger like in the middle of that connecting Jordan River and then went straight to this side towards the Mediterranean Sea, um, oh, this is well it. north of Jerusalem, there's Shechem. There's Shechem, and I think a little north of that is a place called Dothan, which we have coming up in this in this reading. We have a couple of places. So they're in the middle of this land that's called the land of Canaan. And there's some hills, but then you get out of the hills down towards the Mediterranean Sea where it gets flatter by sea level, okay? Mm -hmm. Well, how are they making money, I should say? Uh, how are they... I don't really know. Maybe not making money, but providing for their needs? Well, what are well, they doing in this story? They're grazing the sheep. Yeah, so they've got flocks, right? Mm -hmm. They might have goats sheep and they're they're moving them around in pastures mm -hmm. so that they can feed them and take care of them and maybe they even like sell some of them once in a while to exchange mm -hmm. for other things but we also know that they had brothers in the field too didn't they mm -hmm. um so i think that they've got a little bit of a mix of taking care of fields and taking care of flocks i, I, I know so that's what's happening. And what did Jacob want to do in this part of the story? Well, he was his father asked him to go um, find where um, his brothers were. And he said, you know they're in Shechem. So go to Shechem and find brothers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't that be interesting if you did work during the day that was way far away from everybody else, right? So these these brothers were out. They had to take their their sheep or their flocks a lot of different places to mm -hmm. find food. Where did we leave? He said he sent him off Named from the valley of Hebron. Hebron. Do you see that anywhere? Um. Um. Let me check. Hebron Wait. is down south of Jerusalem. That's far. It must take a while to get through the mountains. Well, yeah, how far? Can you he? also find something on your map that helps you with the he? distance? Hebron. How about how far was it from this valley of the Hebron so area? Wait, up? where? It... Wait, is Hebron in like Jerusalem? It's south of there, south of Bethlehem. Oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. Um, about well, 40 miles. It looks like it was a little. It's about 40 miles away. And it could have been, like, a little hilly. It's, well, actually, 
It's 40 miles away. Yeah, about 40 miles. 30, 40 some miles. So Jacob just wants to check on all the all the brothers. He cares about them too, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. He does care about them. And Joseph was supposed to go show the care of their dad and to come back. Um, Caleb, read the next couple of verses. When Joseph arrived at Shechem, a man found him wandering around in the fields and asking and asked him, What are you looking for? He replied, I'm looking for my brothers. Can you tell me where they are grazing their flocks? They have moved on from here, the man answered. I heard them say, Let's go to Dothan. So Joseph and went after his brothers and found them near Dothan. But they saw him in the distance, and before he reached them, they plotted to kill him. All right. Wow. This, to me, seems crazy that you would leave and go so many miles in search of your brothers and not know, like, where they are, Mm -hmm. you know? And you'd have to, like, ask people questions. Like, he's wandering around in the fields, you know? That's quite the trip to make to try to find these groups with their flocks. Yeah, they must have been really good walkers. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how Four many miles. people lived in these places or, you know, they might be up in the hills where people didn't necessarily build cities or homes and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but very fascinating, right? Mm-hmm. So then um, he's looking for his brothers. He finds out they're going to Dothan, which is just to the north of Shechem, right? It's mm-hmm. It's further up just a little bit more, a couple more miles so but they saw joseph in the distance maybe they recognized his coat you know and that you can see a long ways because there's not a lot of trees on these big foothills and things like that if if joseph was wearing his coat i'm surprised the man that he got advice of or he got news of where his brothers were from were um that man, um, I'm surprised if he was wearing his coat, he didn't, um, ask him, like, where'd you get that coat? Like, mm. yeah, that, that's pretty, I guess. <laughs> I guess, yeah, special coat. Yeah. Well, this story is focusing on just kind of how he's moving around looking for the brothers and, you know, what it was like to try to catch up to them. And now we got in verse 19, the brothers are starting to talk to each other. Listen to what they say. Here comes that dreamer, they said to each other. Come now, let's kill him and throw him into one of these cisterns and say that a ferocious animal devoured him. Then we'll see what comes of his dreams. They were so mad about his dreams, they wanted to throw him into a cistern. What's a cistern? Like a well. Yeah, it's a place that, you know, it's a big, uh, like a pit that could hold some water. Mm-hmm. And it was important to collect water in places that um, didn't get rain all seasons of the year. So you could hold on to water from the rainy season and use it for a long time when it wasn't raining, right? Mm-hmm. Those, those kind of pits um, would be called cisterns. And so they were going to throw him in one where he'd probably get stuck and not be able to get out. And they were actually going to say that an animal devoured him. They were hoping that he would be 
done. This was a way to kill him. Mm. Isn't that crazy? Very bad. I know. You know, sometimes when the, with 11 brothers, there's ideas that come out and a couple's people start to agree and you have to think about who are you going to listen to and what are you going to say, right? Mm-hmm. You've got to be strong to know what's important to you in those moments, right? Mm-hmm. And thinking about what's safety. Gabrielle? What? Do you have a question? I have some... Oh, like a picture? You got a picture of like a well. It looks like it was probably a cistern that was dug into the land built by somebody, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's different from a well maybe that digs down and finds underground water. Um, But this this is a, a little bit bigger than that, I would think. But I don't really know. Well, listen to what Reuben does. Now we get one of the brothers by name. When Reuben heard this, he tried to rescue him from their hands. Let's not take his life, he said. Don't shed any blood. Throw him into this cistern here in the wilderness, but don't lay a hand on him. Reuben said this to rescue him from them and to take him back to his father. He realized this wasn't safe at all Mm -hmm. for Joseph to be around these boys and Reuben was trying to look for a way to to save him for now and to get him later and bring him to his father. What do you think of that? Mm, pretty nice. Uh-huh. Mm, nice, but I mean, why would he just like wait for him? Well, it seems like Reuben is afraid of these he's trying the to find some middle ground too. like the brothers are really upset and maybe to find a compromise some sort of idea that they would accept and say yes to without a fighting about it and then be able to do something else with joseph later to save his life mm-hmm. smart <laughs> i know smart to i guess find some find some way to just put him in the cistern alive So that's what happens. Emma, read verse 23 and 24. As they sat down to eat their meal... No, 23 and 24, sorry. So when Joseph came to his brothers, they stripped him of his robe, the ornate robe he was wearing, and they took him and threw him into the cistern. The cistern was empty. There was no water in it. Okay. So you know how sometimes we talk about things that you think about in your heart, and then you do them with your hands, right? Uh And that's why when we have attitudes that are angry or sad or afraid, we want to talk about what you're feeling so we don't do things out of anger Mm -hmm. or do things out of fear that don't show Jesus love, right? Mm -hmm. Here, these brothers are filled with jealousy. Were they going to make a good decision? Nope. No, and they did some really bad things with their hands. And I don't know what it must have felt like for them to actually grab their brother and take his robe off and throw him into the cistern like that. I don't think they might have thrown him in there. But, I mean, if they threw him in there, he could have died on the way down anyway. Yeah, it depends on how deep it was, you know. Mm -hmm. They must have felt like he would live. You know, Reuben suggested it as a way that he would live. And so they threw him into this pit. It was empty. There was no water at that time. And so it's not like he was going to drown. and But he was going to be stuck in there. 
isn't how would they get water? Mm. Wait, what I do you mean, mean, what if everybody just like crowded around and like like they grabbed buckets and they filled it up and it got emptier and emptier? Mm-hmm. And I mean, how would they get water if it was like at the bottom and there was more and there was no more water? More, I mean, left water yeah they're waiting for it to rain it has to rain to fill up with water i know but i mean how would they get it if it was like well there's partly at the bottom there's a string either attached to a ladle that you can use to scoop up the water like a rope or a bucket Mm -hmm. so that you can just drop it down so it's kind of like a pulley yeah um, yeah it's kind of like a pulley you pull the bucket up when it's full with water and you let it down Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if like a pulley, but if someone let it down, couldn't Joseph just like climb out into the bucket? <laughs> Not in the bucket. Well, was there no one to pull him up? Yeah, but maybe that's what Reuben was thinking about doing later. Was finding something? Yeah, because I mean, that's, down, there's like, no other rope. way to get him out. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he would just have to like climb down like the wall of the well or something. Yeah. But if there was no rope, I mean. I I would think that he could climb up the rope and out. If there was one. Yeah, like there could could have been no rope, but Mm. there could have been a rope. Why do you think this part of the story is is told to us with all these details? So that we understand, like, the hatred that these brothers are feeling. Mm -hmm. And that it's not really right to have favorites, Mm-hmm. I guess to I show mean, you what I mean, happens if, when the anger gets a hold I mean, of if end. favorites led to all this, then favorites seem pretty bad. Huh? Yeah, and we do things with our jealousy or our anger that we we call it regret, where you feel bad about it later, and sometimes you don't even feel good while you're doing it, right? You're doing something that you'd say, this doesn't, I don't think this is right, or this is hurting somebody, but I'm really angry. And then you feel bad about what you did later on. Because you can't fix it, though. Mm-hmm. Unless in this situation, mm-hmm. you could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this is where Joseph is getting stuck because of his brother's jealousy, is in a cistern. And we should finish this chapter next time to see what happens when Midianites come along. Okay? Okay. Uh, was it Midianites? Yeah. I All think right. it's Ishmaelites. Ishmaelites. Oh, we'll t- yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about that. Um, they're kind of like from the same, the same region. Elsie? Mm-hmm. I think someone's going to put a rope down into the... You think somebody's going to get Joseph out? Then he can He doesn't stay in the cistern forever. He's going to get out. So we'll we'll learn a little bit more about it. Let's pray. Jesus, we often have our own temptations from inside our hearts where we feel things that are mean or afraid or jealous and we do things without controlling them and Our hands do things that we regret later on. Help us to learn from our mistakes. Please forgive us all our sins and remind us who we are. Because of baptism, you washed all our sins away and we are your people. And give us courage to, um, by the Spirit, to say no to sin and 
to think more and more and more about how we can love other people and serve other people and only do things that are good to them. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. The third come.